Welcome back. This is chapter three of Rewriting Her Story. We're your hosts, Mari and Steph, two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin. This chapter is all about exploring popular mental health topics on a deeper level. Real and unfucking filtered. Let's get into it. We're together. Fun story. I came here so Mari could die by roots and we're getting everything ready and she was like where's the developer and I was like mm. at my house in my bathroom closet so and then she was like what's alkaline toner and I was like and I grabbed the wrong color so so that's a sign yeah. that we were not supposed to dye my hair today bald. yeah so, probably. so the way that things have been going correct do you know what I saw last night on um, social media Probably something's gonna piss me off. No, uh, it no. Well, like you'll be happy for me, but maybe. So. <laughs> um, twenty twenty four is supposed to be like the year for Gemini's. Really? Yeah. In what way? Or like um, why? What? What? Wait. What? What? Why? Um, because it's supposed to be like something like with work, like something I'm doing now, or like a big change if I want to make, like it's going to come to fruition in 2024 like may to december is going to be like my chunk of the year where like if i put my mind to something like it's going to take off sure and guess who's the beginning part of the year hmm. taurus hmm. i know i was like you and so are just gonna live your best lives i hope so i hope so and i feel like no that's virgo i was gonna say i feel like i read something about scorpio but no virgo is also ruled by did you know that Virgo is ruled by Mercury, Mercury as well? And I had no idea. What part of their like chart is communication? Oh, okay. Yeah, isn't that wild? <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyways, that was literally neither here nor there. So welcome, welcome to one sixteen. Um, and this is gonna kind of be like not like all over the place, but like we don't. It's not like we're like this is a skill we're gonna talk about today. Yes. But I think it's more of an overarching um thing that we have experienced with clients and then like how we interpret it and apply it to our lives and like what we do in our lives does that kind of Mm -hmm. give an overview of what it's about Mm -hmm. so do you want to start with like the text that you got and then I'll kind of start with like the session that I had that kind of fills with it yeah I had two different things I just thought about another one that happened this week. This is like a brief thing. So I have a client who is possibly going through like a separation and she just moved out of her marital home into an apartment by herself. And at first she was really excited. Then I think it all kind of hit her emotionally. And she was like, I want to go home. I'm sad. And she was talking to her boss and her boss was like, just think positive, like be grateful for what you have. And then Mm. that made my client angry. And she was Mm. like, I don't want to be positive. I don't want to be grateful. And I, I just want to like, feel this. And I was like, and I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I said, I am all for being grateful for what is within our control. And we do have, I said, but I can also understand this feeling of like, I don't need you to like, try to spin this into a positive right away. Right, and I think right. that's where she was frustrated. Yeah. It's like, you're just trying to make a positive out of something that feels very negative to me right now. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of proud of her for her insight into understanding the difference. Right. Yeah. She's like, I know that things could be worse. I know that I need to be grateful, but like right now I just kind of want to feel the sadness. And I was like, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. I think so many times we get into this, like, like to me, it looks like walking the middle path, right. The balancing between acceptance and change. So many times when people struggle with vulnerability or people who are in vulnerable situations, they immediately go to that change side and yeah. want to push, push, push. Like it's going to get better. It's going to be okay. Think on the bright side. You they got this. Keep going. Mm-hmm. They, they struggle to sit with people in those moments. I've had two of those moments 
with um, two clients, both were in relationships, both um, relationships now failed. And so they're grieving the loss of those relationships mm-hmm. and what that looks like. And both of them do the work and they're phenomenal people. And so when I'm sitting there with them, they're like, it just sucks. And I'm like, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. And I'll validate that all day long. Yep. We can stay here right now. You do not have to rush out of this. This is grief. Yep. This is grief. And that that's what we have to understand about it. It's not going to be this linear thing or this thing where it's like in three months and six months and this, but mm-hmm. you're like you have to give yourself time to be able to process those things. And you're allowed to have that moment where you reflect and feel the feelings, right? It's not a pity party. It's not any of those things. It's you allow yourself to feel what you are feeling. Cause I think that we're with, with therapy and with DBT, especially we can get a little too much into like intellectualizing our feelings, sure. right. And not still then knowing that you've got to feel them you yep. have to feel them and i i think there's certain skills of dbt that you can get into the intellectualizing too much because the under the core mindfulness umbrella the how and the what skill are very much like feeling the feeling sure. like observing just seeing what comes up like noticing let it run through you like so <clears throat> i mean it's like a hodgepodge coming back to though that you have to you have to allow yourself to experience it and validate that for yourself doing that builds Mm self-trust so allowing yourself to say well I just want to be upset right now then be upset correct allow yourself to feel that and you're trusting yourself you're making that choice and when you're in that choice then you can make a decision about where you want to go next or what needs to happen next yep that's the other thing that's kind of like piggybacking onto what we were talking about is Well, do you want to start with the question? Yeah. yeah. Um, I got a text from a client and also there's like a couple people in my life that are struggling with this right now mm-hmm. where it's like this, this overarching idea or concept of, I need to figure out my purpose in life. Like, how do I do that? How do I figure out what makes me happy? How do I figure out what lights me up? Here's the thing. So I know that we've talked about this in the podcast with other people besides us, yeah. right? Yeah. And we've talked about it with each other. And there's definitely like different journaling exercises that you can do, but there's never going to be like a different answer, right? I, I don't know what lights you up. I know you as a person, right? I know what you tell me makes you happy, but like, I don't know what gives you that feeling inside of like, oh my God, this makes me feel so fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Like that's an internal journey. I will Mm -hmm. absolutely walk with you on it and talk with you about it, but I don't have this like magic set of. 10 things to write about to figure out your purpose in life. Right. Right. I'm sure there's a lot of self-help books that would have you believing that if you read this book, you'll figure out your purpose in life. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's about exploring like what does make you happy? What does make you feel like a sense of, oh my God, I did that. Or wow, I helped that person do this. Or this is what makes me feel not like I'm here for a reason. Cause I don't think that that's I think everybody's here for a reason, but it doesn't have to be this like strict, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say this. Like everybody has a reason for being here, but I don't necessarily think it's like your career is your reason to be here. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%. 100%. I think that we're caught in this, um, period of time where social media obviously is everywhere. And Mm -hmm. so you're getting a lot of vlogs and videos and a day in the life of, Mm -hmm. and it's all glamorized, right. Mm -hmm. Of like, 
you know, wow, this person has autonomy over themselves. They get to do their schedule and figure out when they're so happy and these things are pouring into them. And like, oh my God, that would be such a wonderful day. Or like, that would be so cool to experience those things with that, well, like experience what they're experiencing. But like, you're getting just a snapshot of what that person's day is mm -hmm. and not necessarily looking at maybe all of the work that's good getting put into that day. Mm -hmm. And, or it's not reality. Mm -hmm. Like they, they could have been, I mean, who like, I'm not saying that everyone who is a, a blogger is a trust one baby I'm not I will say that there are probably some people who maybe their partner makes a lot of money so they can go take this risk and do that mm -hmm. or you haven't seen the struggle of this person working three jobs and doing this vlogging stuff to then yeah. get to the point to where they are where they're an influencer now so like I think that we get caught up with having all these visuals of like well this is what it's like and this is what you know they're living their purpose and you you can make it when you're like this when in reality that your purpose can be entirely different it can be that I have this nine to five that allows me to live my life. My mm -hmm. nine to five doesn't have to be this glamorous thing that I do. It doesn't have to be this fulfilling, like, oh my God, it's life changing. It literally can be, I'm punching the clock yep. because punching that clock then allows me to do all of the other things and, or just to explore in mm -hmm. my mind. I don't, I don't think that, let me finish my thought to explore the other areas of life that can bring you joy and happiness. Sure. In my mind, I don't, I am more of an action-based person. I don't meet putting on paper, trying to figure out like, what are these things that are, are making me happy? I want to experience. And I always view it like this. I've said it before. I say it to my clients all the time, like view yourself as a scientist and the things that you are doing are the parts of the experiments that you're having and how you feel in those experiments is the data point that you're getting back. Those emotions are data points telling you something. Do I like it or do I not like it? And then you can take this hypothesis that you created and then run more experiments sure. and keep going. Like when I started this journey of like, okay, I'm telling all these people and these kids to do these things and I'm not doing them myself. So at 28, I was like, but fucking start figuring it out. Right. So I started figuring it out. I, I tried pole classes. I tried yoga classes. I tried um, Lyra. I tried aerial yoga. I tried silks. Like I tried so many different things because one being physical is something that I like to do was hiking started a lifting program, like went and hung out with a bunch of different friends, tried different things, like exploring new restaurants, new plate, like started traveling more. Like it, it started having a budget. Like I started doing these things and reporting back to myself of what felt good, what, what was purposeful, what wasn't purposeful, because that's then how I started building a life that I want to live. Something that's giving me meaning and purpose by being able to do these things mm -hmm. because that to me, like, sure, I get meaning and purpose for my job. I love what I do. And I've always known what I wanted to do. So like, I try to keep that in mind when thinking about this or when people are like, well, I just don't know, like nothing really feels like it's giving me purpose or meaning. It's hard for me sometimes to understand that aspect because I've known what I wanted to do since I was 14. Mm -hmm. I've always known what I wanted to do. I didn't know exactly what it would look like, but then I reflect on that too. And in the process to getting where I am today, in the jobs that I was like, mm, I just don't think this is serving me anymore. Then I listened to myself mm -hmm. and left. And I think that's the, the, what I'm getting to is that building self-trust is the most important because when you're building that self-trust, you're, you're listening to yourself and you're trying these things. And until you try them, you can't make a decision about whether or not it's working for you. Mm -hmm. You can make the choice of like, oh, I'm going to go to this new job and I'm going to see so many people. I, I've had that a lot lately of so many people are like, 
I don't know if this new job is going to be the right choice or the right thing. Here's the, you're not going to know if it's the right Correct. choice until you're in it. You can't make a decision of whether or not it works for you until you are in it. You can only make the choice to try. Yep. So make the choice to try. And then when you're in it and getting that feedback, you can make the decision. The same goes with everything else in life. You have to make the choice to try. Then you do. Then you think about the feedback that you're getting. The, the caveat here of trying to live a purposeful life is that moment where the feedback's coming in and you're listening to yourself. You're pausing and having that mindful moment, right? Of like it, mindfulness. We're not just talking about yoga and fucking meditation where you're just like, do I like this? Does this feel good? Like, mm -hmm. let's reflect on the day. What was the day like? And then proceeding going forward, what you're doing with those findings. I think the struggle for me as somebody who uh, overthinks nearly everything is if if the question for you is what is my purpose in life and that's a stressful fucking question, scrap the question, bro. It's not helping you in any, like, can't you just live life to live life? Why do you have to have this like label on the reason I'm here is to do this? Because I feel like that puts pressure on a lot of people. Like I had one client who I saw him for probably five years and every other month he would have an existential crisis about, I don't know what my purpose is in life. And I'm like, bro, what are we doing? But he also wasn't taking any steps to figure out like what made him happy. And he was also very risk averse and wouldn't do anything out of the norm to figure that out. So I'm like, well, that's your choice though. If you don't want to take a chance on yourself and do this thing that you say you want to do to see if that's your purpose, I can't help you. Mm -hmm. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm not saying like, don't go deeper and explore these things. But if you are finding yourself just reeling and all of these like, questions of what's my purpose? Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? You get to decide that mm -hmm. you get to say, this is what I'm living for. This is what I want my purpose to be. This is what I'm interested in. Nobody's going to tell you that for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that instead of looking at it, like I, it has to be this set in stone thing. I think that's the exciting part of life, right? Like that's, that's the, the journey mm -hmm. of being like, well, what if I do want to do something like this? Or what if I want to try this? Like I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, I can't do that. Like, blah, 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 all these limiting beliefs mm -hmm. I'm telling myself, why not? Why not give it a go? Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yep. What's the worst that could happen? It doesn't, it doesn't work out. Okay. Like nobody's telling you to fucking sell your 401k and house and all your belongings and go invest in private, private yachting company <laughs> with that's, you know, off the coast of, you know, some remote island. Like, no, we're asking you to like, go on a hike to give yourself feedback. Do you like that? Okay. Go try a painting class. Do you like that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Give yourself some feedback. Like try these different things that are actionable steps and see, see what that gives you. Mm -hmm. Go volunteer at a soup kitchen. Go, you know, start a donation for a homeless shelter. Like there's like classes. And Take exactly, courses. There's so many things that we can do mm -hmm. in our life. And the, the internet, as much as I, sometimes I'm like, God, it sucks. The internet is such a vast place full of knowledge that are fucking free yeah that's free you can go on youtube and see so many different examples of like free classes that you could take or like here's here's how i edit my photos yep. or videos or blah 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 like learning like photography or anything like it's it, the possibilities are fucking endless don't get caught up in that though mm -hmm. just try it and if it's giving you feedback and you're like oh i kind of like this okay then keep on and if you don't then you don't mm -hmm. I think about stay-at-home mom sometimes too, because my mom was a stay-at-home mom, obviously. Mm -hmm. And like, that was her purpose. Mm -hmm. Her kids were her life. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Well, now that we're grown ass adults and out of the house, she works a full-time job and she has her a very long time. But I think that's a really hard adjustment for somebody to go from caring for somebody 24 seven to them, not needing them anymore. And then their thought is like, well, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. That's not fair to you. That's why you have to figure that out while your kids are small. Mm-hmm. So like you have things to do as they start to age out or like get older and not want to hang out with you or, you know, whatever. Well, I think that's a societal thing too. Yes. Of like, Placing it on women, like you've got to be there for your kids and you've got anything they fucking need and it's selfish to put yourself first. But that's why I'm like, you you were you before you had that child. Yep. So you have to come back to you. And I understand we're all fighting for our life in the first zero to three years. Yep. I totally get it. I understand. However, there has to be little moments where you're still checking back in with yourself of, oh, I'm going to read a book or I'm going to mm-hmm. work out or I'm going to you know journal or I'm going to you know go to dinner with my friends or whatever that it may be that you do that brings you that joy. Like you've got to have some moment where you check back in with yourself to then build yourself back up. You're not just a mom. There are so many different parts of you. And when we start having this like moment of like, Oh my God, like who am I? What am I doing? Like that there, those different parts of you are then activated Mm -hmm. because they're not getting feedback and they're not they're They're not having these moments where they're being listened to. They're being heard. So then they're starting to raise the flag of like, Hey, we're not okay. We're not taking care of ourselves. You know, the the part of us that's a mom is the only part that's been forward for the past five years. What the fuck are we doing? So it's important to, I don't, I don't even know like how to sum it up or wrap it up, but it's like when I have people who come to me and that they're saying like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what this is. Like, I guess the best piece of advice that I can give them or the thing that I would tell them to start is, is like, get curious, mm-hmm. get curious and get active. What well, does that look like? And make a list of things that do make you happy. So does it make you happy to help people? Does it make you happy to create things? Does it make you happy to like fill in the blank of whatever makes you happy? Sure. There's like aptitude tests you can take online. We all took them in fucking high school. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what a good career path would be for you. Mm-hmm. Start there. If that's what you're curious yeah. about and like, see, it'll give you a list of like, I don't know, fucking 10 of the things that you might be good at based on the answers that you've chosen. And then you explore based on that. If none of those make sense to you, then it's your job to narrow down Mm -hmm. the things that fill you up. Mm -hmm. Cause only, you know, on the inside, how you feel when you do those things. And if you're like, I don't know what made me happy, reflect on moments that you were happy in your life. Mm -hmm. What were you doing? Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know, I went and had dinner with my friends. Okay. So fellowship with your friends or people that you love is important to you that can then put that on the list. Mm -hmm. So then how do I start creating more moments where I get to fellowship with my friends? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like that's how you build it up. And if you really genuinely don't have an idea, then do a brainstorming activity where it's like, where do I want to be in five years? What do I want sure. my life to look like? Like if there, if, if there was no limits, if there was like no holds bar, what, what if I wanted to, to just dream a little bit, dream mm-hmm. and make it specific, make it as specific as possible. And then start building your list or your identity off of these things that you just allowed yourself to dream about for a moment yep. of like, oh, I want to be a business owner. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like that, that's quite literally how I think Steph and I got to this point where we are in our lives because we both sat down and had like the Jeff calls them yellow pad weekends where you take a, a legal pad yeah. and you just start figuring out. And then for so long, I mean, I've got all the fucking notebooks here where I would write for every fucking day. I more over there every fucking day, the dreams and goals that I had for myself. Mm-hmm. And I would write them as if they've happened because I'm calling that and manifesting that into, into what it is like, follow me for a minute because it's gonna get weird but like the atoms in your body 
the nitrogen, the oxygen, the hydrogen, all of that, all of that is from the universe mm -hmm. that we are living in right now. You are quite literally stardust. Mm -hmm. Why do we think if we are part of the universe, universe, quite literally part of the universe, that we would not have the ability to call these things to us? Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you can be like, I want to be, I am Beyonce. <laughs> like, sure, I'm not going to man magically turn into an African-American woman who has a phenomenal voice and is touring and doing, no, I'm not. However, I could manifest like, I, I want to be a singer. I am a singer. Mm -hmm. I am a performer. I am these Like, why the fuck not you? Sure, mm -hmm. maybe I'm not going to go on tour. But like, there's plenty of local places where I could go be part of a play or do, you know, whatever. Like, so you like, why, why can't you? Mm -hmm. It's not this like hocus pocus thing. It really is. If I'm, it's, it's the law of, of, um, what is that? Attraction. Yeah. The law of attraction. If I, if the self-serving like beliefs, if I only think negatively, I'm attracting negativity to me. Mm -hmm. And if I believe, if I allow myself to believe that I have the ability to call these things to myself and do these things then if it works for the negative, why couldn't, why could it possibly not work for the positive? Sure. Fucking do it. <laughs> I'm so curious. What are some of the ones that I have? I'm a patient and understanding mother. That was in mind for a very long time. Yep. And I have been, we've been doing so good. I'm a centered partner for Jeffrey. Boom. The past two fucking years, I have been the rock. Mm-hmm. We have a successful podcast. We're working on it. We're working on it. I should have wrote that down one, that one down a bit more. Yeah. We need to specify what successful is getting. Exactly. Exactly. I'm financially set for retirement on my fucking way. I have 20 consistent monthly stable clients for B. 20 monthly clients? Yeah. Because that's like three this, days. This is like brand new. Yeah. Like brand new. When, when was this? Yeah, I think I used to do weekly. Like I I see at least 10 people. 2021, it ended on my birthday, 20 May 30th, 2021. That was so long ago. Now look at me. I know. You have the ability to do this. You have the ability to write that shit down and work it every fucking day. Like I just don't, that could be your purpose. That could be your purpose. What 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 if what if your purpose? Follow me. What if your purpose was just to Allow yourself to be delusional, be delusional for a little bit and just believe that you could make it, mm -hmm. that you could be whatever you put your mind to, right? Like, don't get me wrong. You're not going to be a six, seven WNBA basketball player. Okay. We're, we're just not. Yeah. But there are things within our control that we can start working towards. And what if your purpose is every day, I am going to write these things down and I am going to write them as if they've already happened and work on them day and fucking night i guarantee it's probably been six months since i wrote anything down and dude, before same. that it had been like three months because i had just like put it to the side and i was like it's been it's probably been it's been over a year for me really for sure but i write my gratitudes but it's been over a year since i've written down like i was saw after therapist i got a wait list bitch mm -hmm. I read one book a month. Oh, that's when I started my book challenge. Love it's, a, it's a 10 of 12 complete. So what was your goal this year? 50? It was 80. Was it? Because it was 50 last year and I did it and 
What are you at? 41, maybe. I don't know. But like, here's the thing. Beautiful, beautiful lesson for people. Am I going to beat myself up or stay up until all of the night to get to 80? No, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to meet my goal this year. And that's fucking okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I'm not, nothing is going to happen when when the clock strikes midnight on January 1st. No one's going to come. Nobody's coming to arrest me. And beat me up because (laughs) I didn't make it. Like, that's the other thing. Like, be fucking for real with yourself. If it's not working, it's not working. Mm -hmm. Change the fuck. You wrote it. Yep. You wrote it. You wrote it. Change it. Yep. (laughs) That's that's the beauty. That's the beauty of you writing it for yourself. You could be like, yeah, this is working for me. Mm -hmm. I just have not been in a a mode where I've wanted to read. It's just not something that is calling to me. Okay. Like, are you listening to books right now or no? no? No, no. All the ones that I had on Libby are like all on a super long wait. And then I downloaded Hoopla and I just haven't went on there. And then I found the one on Spotify and I started listening to it. And I was like, wow, I talk about this all day and fucking stuff because yeah. I don't want to hear this. So that is. <laughs> well, if you like Frida McFadden, she has books on Hoopla. I do. That are like long waits on Libby. Yes, I do like her. But here's the thing. That's what happened. I think your your library is kenosha my yes. library is Racine. Oh, they so don't have different. anything on there that's because i looked up ward nine because i was yes. gonna start listening to it bitch not on that yeah i was very upset. did you know but, that you can pay a yearly subscription to like the brooklyn library which is like one of the biggest for like 50 bucks and then have access to all of them on libby yes and i also know that there's like fake cards out there that you can um add to your account that give you like Okay, sign me up. Where are those at? Well, I don't know. They talk about them in the book clubs, but then it like I it it need information to get it. Yeah. So. Well, if I come across, I'll screenshot because in my my brain went to mom, that was too hard. I don't want to know. <laughs> so then I just keep scrolling. Like I'm like, Ma, I don't care that much. But yeah, yeah, I know there are some free ones. Yeah, all the books I have on Libby right now are like four month waits. All the ones that I have on Libby, except for the ones I actually was like, oh, there's like a listen to now fucking section. Hello. Yeah. yeah. That's where I found those Karen Slaughter books, which well, was really good. I did listen to one to a listen to now one is like, I should have left or something like that. And I was like, this is the stupidest fucking. <laughs> which is why it's a listen to I now because nobody wants to fucking. I'm dumb. Look at me looking up. I accidentally hit borrow on Hoopla and then I returned it right away because I wasn't ready for yeah. it. And that counted as my fourth one for the month. So now I have to wait until January. That is very upsetting. It's so upsetting. Yeah, Ward 9 is not even on here. Ugh. Very upsetting. Anyways, yeah, five weeks finally. Did you read Little Secrets? That's a great list. No, it's a list though. So I've got that. I've got a James Patterson one. I don't even know why I put that on there. Um, I've got stolen tongues. It's supposed to be really creepy and scary. So I'm going to have to like listen to that with some views. Yeah. I did on hidden pictures too. It was supposed to be really good. And then I listened to it. And I was like, well, this isn't really that good. Yeah. Um, I've got the family upstairs. I don't like, I have that book. You want to borrow it? Oh, okay. Let it's me. not that good. I don't really like it. I didn't well, because I've got four books. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I didn't like her <laughs> writing. But I didn't like her writing. Overall. Oh, and then I have the hunting wives. And then Wayward, and then Red, White, and Royal Blue is supposed to be cute. And I that's very cute. There's a movie on Amazon. Yes. And then In My Dreams, I Hold a Knife. I also just bought that book. Um, if you listen to The Last Housewife by her, bitch, that shit was so good. The and Last that was the listen to right away. That was the first one I listened that's to right at first. Now. Anyways. Yep. I bought the In My Dreams, I Hold a Knife and the Midnight something or another. It just came out. Oh, okay. She's a local author. Wait, is she? Mm-hmm. Is Housewife one word or two? Yes. It's so good. Wait, it's like okay. cultish. Borrow. 
It's so good. Oh my God, yes, I have a new book. It's really good. I think you'll like it. Maybe this will get me back in. That's what I thought about my um, Smutty Christmas books too. And it, it happened. <laughs> I like read and I was like, okay, this is stupid. I was like, oh, it's Christmas Eve and you're stranded in an airport? No. Oh that could never happen. I was like, oh my God. I mean, like, you know, like you hate when you can see the plot coming. Yes. He's got a successful twin brother and he pretended to be him. And she, they're like, gay, trust. And then he's got to break her heart and say, it's not actually me. Yeah. His well, twin not, brother. Like, how can I trust you? <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I'm like, how fucking dumb. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm probably not going to continue reading that. I'm going to have to return that. I think you'll like the housewife one though. Yeah. Really like yeah. That. And then that. like then I think that's what I got like into like my mystery ones. And yeah. then like I tried to go back to a spot and I was like, mom, this is dumb. <laughs> and then I got into my fantasy ones and I don't know. <sighs> so write it down. <laughs> yep, write it down. Like, and this is the other, this is the other part to this that we wanted to talk about. I think that I think that people think because the situations that they come to us with are different that mm-hmm. maybe we'll have a different response or answer it's never going to change babes. Mm-hmm. babes it's never going to change i'm always going to get you to pull back out of your life instead of operating in your perception pull back get some perspective of what's going mm-hmm. on around you and the way to do that is to write shit down mm-hmm. to like, okay, what am I feeling? Okay, what's playing into that? Okay, what are my thoughts with, like? You know, what's within my control? What's not within my control? What is something that's kind of in the background noise? So like when I'm like, oh, I'm kind of feeling like this ickiness. Oh, because, you know, this problem is unsettled right now. Okay, makes sense. Let it go. And then you can start making plans for the shit that's within your control. You can start making a game plan of like, okay, what do I need to do to change this? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not going to change. Yep. It's like, I'm always going to tell you to write it down and if you're so stuck in your perception i'm going to tell you to challenge your thoughts i am mm-hmm. i am and here's the thing fucking stop doing this to my clients specifically i'm speaking if i tell you to challenge your thought so negative thought i hate myself give me facts that prove that that's true well i don't have any facts that prove that that's true why are we stopping there why are we stopping mm. why are we stopping you need to go to the things, the situations and examples that prove that that thought isn't true 100% of yep. the time. And then you need to rework the thought. Why are we stopping? If it's just like, well, there's no facts. You're not supposed to be stopping. You need to follow it through. Yep. That's like me half swinging at a baseball mm-hmm. and when I'm up to bat. Or like swinging, hitting it, and then not running. Mm-hmm. What? What are you doing? Yeah. Challenge the thought all the way through because the reworked thought becomes a mantra. Mm-hmm. Not or an affirmation for yourself instead of this, like, well, I love myself. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Stop standing in the mirror hoping that something's going to change. Challenge it and get an actual tangible thing that you created with your own brain and doing the work to then be able to replace your negative thought. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, I don't know how to do that, go listen to our first and foremost, the two episodes that we have on cognitive errors, the entire where we challenge PS them, series. or the PS series, the entire PS series, which for $3 for one month, you can go listen to them. Mm-hmm. And I break down every cognitive error and give an example and challenge it. Yep. You, you can do You can do it in one month. You can listen to all of them. 1,000%. So I feel like I've wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can find us at Rewriting Her Story podcast 
on Instagram. You can find stuff at the spooky therapist. You can find me at BEA underscore XO 11. You can email us questions, concerns, comments at rewriting her story podcast at gmail.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye.